Welcome to Fertile Minds Radio. Here you'll find wisdom for your fertility journey and beyond, chosen specifically to help you trust your body and elevate your spirit so you can enjoy the process. Join us and see what a fertile mind feels like. Now your host, Hilary Talbot Rowland. This podcast is a proud member of Parents on Demand, a network of high-quality shows for families just like yours. Download our free network app on Apple and Android and listen to your favorite episodes on the go. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing fabulous. I'm doing really well. A little chilly here. It's up and down bipolar weather we're having, but I can't complain because I'm not snowed in like many of you. I'm super excited about today's episode because it's been a while since we've done a little mini mindful moment. And today is a really, really important topic. I want to talk to you about thought management. Specifically, I want to speak to you about how to believe in something that hasn't happened yet, like becoming a parent. Learning how to manage your thoughts that create your beliefs is such an important life skill that very few of us were ever taught. So here's the quick and dirty as to why it's so, so important. You have thoughts. You have lots of them. Some of us have more than others. Specifically, you have about 60,000 of them in a day. So that's more than one thought a second. You even have them when you meditate. And I want you to remember that this is completely normal. All that means is that your brain is still in line and you're still breathing. Congratulations. Now, most of us make the mistake of thinking that we are our thoughts or that they must be true without ever examining them. And the trouble is, is that most of these thoughts are on repeat, and they stem from what we learned between the ages of 5 and 15 years of age, as our brain was trying to navigate the world and figure out how emotions worked by watching others, specifically our caretakers. Because as a teenage brain is developing, it can't quite think abstractly until after puberty. So what happens is everything is black and white. Well, I watched my mom and she did this and then that happened and she felt that way and therefore that must always be true. That's crazy. Scary. So scary to think about what you believe might be based on your teenage self. Because repetitive thoughts are what form your beliefs. So think about that for a second. When was the last time you said, I believe? Where did that come from? How many times did you have to think a thought for you to believe it? So when I first learned this, it kind of blew my mind. And I thought, no wonder I'm stuck. I'm believing at the level of my 15-year-old self. That crazy period of life where I thought I knew everything was way smarter than my mom. And clearly, I was not. So here's the next step that I need you to understand. Your thoughts... Your beliefs create a vibration or what some of us call a feeling or an emotion. Emotions don't just happen without thoughts. The thought drives the emotion. And again, most of that is repetitive and has to do with a patterning in our brain that was initially created to help us allegedly avoid suffering because that's what the brain does. When left on default mode, meaning no examination of your thoughts, our brains lead us away from suffering and towards pleasure. This was all well and good when humans were trying to crawl out of the cave a million years ago, but now in a world filled with pleasure dopamine hits and endless distraction, 
we've accidentally conditioned ourselves not to feel anything unpleasant. And I see it more and more every day in my practice and my kids and their friends. People are becoming more emotionally fragile because we weren't taught how our brains worked. We weren't taught that our thoughts triggered our emotions and beliefs about life and that those two things create our reality. They form our circumstance. Okay. If you've ever watched the movie, The Secret, where people are like, oh, just wish for something and it'll happen. This is how you manifest. The whole missing link is this part about your thoughts. You actually have to get in there and manage your thoughts, right? You have to become aware. So think about if you've ever asked your partner like, hey, what are you thinking when they're really quiet? Or if someone has asked you that, and a lot of times you'll answer without even thinking, you'll say, I feel. You won't even divulge the thought, but you'll skip to the feeling that you're having because that's more important, right? And if it's a negative thought, we'll want to get away from it, right? And so then we have an action that buffers that feeling from happening. So I'll give you an example you can understand. So you're on a diet and it's Girl Scout cookie season. They're everywhere. They're at Publix every time I go. And with four boys, I mean, last Sunday, I was at Publix three times. I had to say no to those freaking Girl Scouts three times. Six, if you count walking out of the store. Incredible willpower, right? But this is why I have it, because I have thought management, because here's how my brain works, right? (laughs) Trying to drop a few LBs so I don't feel self-conscious about being on video. And so I can just be generally healthy, you know, but some of it's vanity. And if I buy those Girl Scout cookies, I'm not going to be able to just eat one or two. I'm going to be sitting there at night and I'm literally going to hear the Girl Scout cookies talking to me from the fridge. And that voice in my brain is going to be like, you should eat those. You'll feel better. And it's going to think a negative thought. And before I can even examine that thought, I'm going to be off the couch eating those cookies because the cookies are going to temporarily make me feel better because I'm going to get a sugar rush, right? And then That same voice that told me to go eat those cookies after I'm done is going to tell me how pathetic and awful I am because I couldn't stick to my goal, right? That's not my higher self. That's conditioning from when I was a teenager of learning how to talk negatively myself about food. Being able to unravel this helps you understand in the moment of like, I don't even really want to go through that. I don't want to go through all these repetitive steps. And then all of a sudden I wake up tomorrow and I'm four pounds heavier because I'm gluten intolerant and I ate a whole sleeve of Thin Mints. All right. I'm sure some of you out there can relate to this, right? So this isn't just about managing what you eat so that you can become more fertile. This is much bigger than this. This is about managing your thoughts, aka your nervous system, right? Your thoughts are what is informing your nervous system. And this is really important when it comes to conceiving because your thoughts are telling you how to feel which is triggering whether or not you're constantly in fight or flight, or if you're in breed and feed. Negative emotions more than 50% of the time put us into a state of fight or flight, even if there isn't any real danger. No saber-toothed tiger, but if we're just talking bad to ourselves over and over and over, the danger is quite literally living inside of us. It's in our mind pattern. So whatever you can do to manage your nervous system and turn on the relaxation response is going to be immense help when it comes to conceiving. And even more when you are a parent, because if you think that you are tested now with fertility challenges, just wait until you get what you want and they're a teenager. They'll be here before you know it. I promise you will hear my voice in your head and they will test the skill 
the skill. Do you have the skill to activate your own relaxation response when shit gets real? And it will. So remembering to breathe throughout your day. I've done many meditations on this, just teaching you simple breathing exercises. If you haven't listened to them, go back and listen to them. They are instrumental in you like flipping that switch over and over throughout the day. You want to do this as many times as you can in the day when you notice that you're stressed. And by the way, my definition of stress is anytime you come up against an unmet need or expectation, which that's a lot. Think about if you have 60,000 thoughts a day, how many of those are unmet needs or expectations. I also want you to remember to breathe when you find yourself pushing yourself. To remember that you only need to do what you're capable of moment to moment and that you certainly don't have to criticize yourself for not doing everything. And I want you to release the negative and repetitive thoughts about your health and your fertility as you become aware of what they are and how they're affecting you emotionally. It's like keeping a clean closet for your head and your heart. And you do this by making meditation and energy work a priority in your life right now. It's so much easier to do than when you are in crisis mode if you can learn to do it day in and day out at the start of your day. It will empower you to feel better even when your health and your conceptions aren't where you want them to be yet. Now, I know that this is one of the most challenging aspects when you're dealing with a chronic condition, which, let's face it, fertility challenges are a chronic condition. There are statistics that prove after three months of trying and not conceiving, a woman's brain has made this into something that is as bad as a chronic health condition from autoimmune to cancer. It's just the way that our brains work because our brains have been programmed for millions of years to conceive. And if it doesn't happen in one season, we automatically think that we are damaged goods and there's something wrong with us. I know that there's a subconscious wonder, that thought that's on repeat, will I ever get pregnant? I know some of you are viewing all your failures and thinking that your body is holding you hostage and that you're never going to get what you want. So why should you dare to hope? Why should you dare to believe that it can be true? And what you're doing is stopping that from ever happening. I need you to know that these are just thoughts. I need you to know that these thoughts become repetitive and become your beliefs and that you have mistakenly believed them. The good news is, is that you own them and you can change them. And by doing so, you will change your emotions. You will change how you feel about your life in general and your partner, and you will change your physiology at a cellular level. You will change your nervous system and therefore enhance your fertility simply by being in breed and feed mode a majority of the time. These unconscious beliefs happen because our brain is always looking for evidence, good or bad, to support its beliefs, and it would rather manage what it knows even if it's unhealthy, than to venture into new territory or back through something that was unpleasant. Our subconscious is simply trying to protect us. However, this fails us immensely when we need to launch into new thinking patterns and to create more positive belief. This takes work in the sense that we must believe something before we have the evidence to know that it is true. So all of those periods that came when you could swore you were pregnant or that this was the month, You have to override those by believing in your future self. You must learn to live from a version of your future self that you want to turn into rather than living as what you think you know from your past. So I want you to do a quick visualization with me. 
But first, I want you to grab a pen and a paper or your favorite journal. Find a comfortable seat. Lie down if you want. And let your eyes float shut. As your eyes close, you're sending the message that it's okay and safe to drop into yourself for just a few moments. It's okay to take a break from the constant struggle. I want you to just observe your breath. Use that part of your mind that's listening to my voice and just witness your breath. Watch it move in and out. Notice how it fills your chest and then your belly. And then it goes back out the way that it came. Notice with each breath that you feel a little bit lighter, a little bit more relaxed. I want you to imagine the best healthy version of yourself in your mind's eye. You have perfectly painless periods right on time. Your ovulation is smack in the middle of your cycle with ample cervical mucus, giving you all the confidences that you are perfectly fertile. You're a healthy weight. Your digestion is working perfectly. Sleep is amazing. You wake with plenty of energy, ready to take on the day. Just imagine yourself in this healthy version, this biological shell of you that is humming along, working perfectly. Now I want you to let your imagination flash to your sex life with your partner. Just for a minute. Allow yourself to imagine mind-blowing, totally fulfilling, passionate, intimate lovemaking. Both of you smiling from ear to ear, absorbing every single bit of one another. Now I want you to come back to just visualizing yourself. I want you to imagine viewing yourself from the outside first, as if you were viewing yourself as another person. And change your view to look at the outside world from inside of yourself. Come inside of yourself, and I want you to feel around in your body. What does your healthy body feel like? Observe it. Is it spacious? Is it less constricted? Is there a feeling of trust, confidence, contentment? Only you know what you feel. So be specific. 
put a name to the feelings. And since our thoughts create our feelings, I want you to go a step further and I want you to observe or imagine the kind of positive thoughts your brain is thinking to have created these positive feelings. I really want you to try and feel it and observe the thoughts. This is how you will begin to create your own evidence for your brain. By feeling into your future self that you have created on purpose. Your healthy, fertile self. This is how you practice believing in something before you have the evidence of it happening in your life. Time is irrelevant when it comes to healing. The body only knows what the mind is telling it to do. So don't be afraid to live from your future self, to feel as if, to act as if it has already happened until it does. Now take one more step and place your hands on your belly and glance down. And I want you to notice a big, healthy, pregnant bump. You fast forwarded into time and you're pregnant with a perfectly healthy baby. Give yourself permission to feel into this. Let all the emotions come to the surface. Now observe those thoughts. And feel those beliefs that you've created, that have created this healthy child inside of you. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes. Come back to this space and time, this physical place of where you are, and just observe the shift that you have created internally. Thank yourself for being courageous to keep imagining the life that you want and to keep acting as if it's already happened until it does. You will no doubt have negative thoughts from day to day, and it is normal and expected to have them 50% of the time. The trick is when you become aware of your negative thoughts or feelings, especially those that are on repeat, which is close to 70%, by the way, drop into this visualization of your healthy self. Feel into it and ask, How would my future self counter this thought? This can be as quick as a few cycles of breath and just a couple thoughts in seconds. And it becomes easier to do in the face of stress the more you practice it in a non-stressful setting. 
And if you want to take this further for extra credit for all you overachievers out there who really want to bring this home, grab that pen and paper and jot down those thoughts that you observed in your feelings. Bring it from the subconscious through the conscious mind through writing. Maybe even draw a pregnant stick figure of yourself and write those feelings around it. Write those thoughts. Make it something funny that you can remember and come back to over and over as many times as you need to counter those negative thoughts, to change those beliefs into something positive until you blow your mind and ultimately create it. Bye for now. If you like this meditation, check out my chakra meditations for fertility series. You can go to ladypotions.com and click on the link under meditations or better yet, Join my new group coaching program where you get more sessions like this with me on video weekly and a supportive community of women just like yourselves and a place to ask all of your questions about all things fertility and pregnancy related. And you'll get the entire chakra meditation series for free. Thanks for listening to Fertile Minds Radio, hosted at www.ladyportions.com, where you'll find past episodes, show notes, and free meditations. If you've benefited from what you've heard, leave a comment or review so it makes it easier for others to find this valuable wisdom. Let's help elevate each other. Thanks for listening.